Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Brooke Schultz-Fernandez on the line, and she's the Director of Business Development over at Second City Works. Uh, Brooke, welcome to the show. Thanks, Adam. Great to be here. Thanks for having me today. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Second City Works. Um, I know I've been to, I've been to one of your locations and definitely excited to get more into that. But before we do, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started really in your career and in business? Sure. So I started out as a PR person. Um, right around the uh, first kind of dot-com boom, I took a job at a PR firm in New York City and started my career there. And um Ended up at a startup that became a pretty big publicly traded company called Vonage. And through that experience, kind of realized, you know, I wanted to do something more entrepreneurial after that. So I went to business school and then uh, did a startup uh, with a business partner and was down in Texas running a uh, compliance training software business with my business partner and ended up um, through a variety of different twists and turns here in Chicago also now selling training and working with um, L&D leaders here at Second City Works to shape culture and help people be, you know, be more authentic and bring their more authentic selves and be better communicators. So long story short, but landed kind of in the training world after, after my business school uh, experience. So Brooke, um, I, I love I love your your uh, your story for a couple of reasons. Number one, you know we all have pivots and, and we kind of go in different directions and in terms of career, um, whether it's entrepreneur, whether it's going um, rising rising up the corporate ladder, all the different angles. Um, and so there's some there's some listeners that are maybe just getting started or they're a couple of years out of college and they're kind of maybe going through those pivots or changes in different areas. Um, and they're kind of trying to figure it out, like what's next, or are they on the right path? What kind of, you know, now you have the benefit of hindsight, right? Uh, hindsight being 2020. What kind of advice would you give to them? Well, a couple of things. I think number one, don't be afraid of, to take a risk, especially when you're early on in your career. Um, you have a lot of time to recover from any kind of setback, and it's everything is a learning experience ultimately. Um, you know, in the world of improv, we say fail fast. And that's absolutely true. So the more things you try and the more failures you have quickly, the better off you're going to be. Selling slow is, is, is the bad thing that, you know, you take a lot of time and investment in one path and you get too committed to it and then it ultimately doesn't work out. Then you've burned a lot of cycles on something. So, you know, that's one of the main things I would say is, you know, sell fast, don't be afraid to take risks, and also when you are in a career field, look ahead of you. Like, look at the people that are one to two levels above you. Let's say you're in a corporate job. And ask yourself, do they have the lifestyle and work uh, responsibilities that I want? Those are two very important things you need to think about for yourself. You, you know, in five years, do I want that job that they have? Managing people, maybe the individual contributor, uh, whatever it is. So you need to think about, do they have the job? 
that you want ultimately, and what, that, what does that job entail every single day? What are you doing every day? Because I'm a big believer in doing what you do best every day. So figuring out what those things are and creating um, a trajectory for yourself to be able to do that all the time or as much as possible. And then lifestyle. Do they also have a lifestyle that you want to have? Like, for example, in consulting, there's a lot of travel. Um, if you're a business owner, there's a lot of stress. So kind of lifestyle-wise and work dynamic-wise, what are those things that you're looking for in your future, and do you see them ahead of you or not? Oh, that's awesome. I love it. It's great advice. And, and I love, and I wrote it down, you said, in the world of improv, we say fail fast and move on. I didn't know that was uh, that was the na- an axiom in improv. That's awesome. Um, yes. In business, that's what, like, I, I can talk from many different angles. And, there's you know, I talked to a tech professional. I talked to a startup guy that's been through two or three different startups before finally striking it, you know, on a really good one and, and, and cashing out. And that's, that's like an, an, the same axiom. He's like, fail fast. Like, just make sure you fail fast. So I love that. I didn't know it was an improv thing. I'm in. <laughs> um, so let's let's switch it up a bit. Um, and I think, by the way, you just made the podcast uh, quote of the day on there because I did not know that was an improv thing. So we're, we're in. That, that's going on Twitter real soon when we're done. Uh, so um, let's get into what you're doing as director of business development over at uh, Second City Works. So what kind of projects do you typically work on? And, of course, let's talk about Second City. Yeah, sure. So let's take it from the top of Second City. Most people, like you mentioned at the top, Adam, are aware of our comedy theater. In our comedy theater here in Chicago and Toronto uh, is world famous. Um, We've been doing improvisation since 1959. We've had some incredibly famous and successful comedians, and frankly, the pipeline of Saturday Night Live comes through these doors. Um, Tina Fey, Steve Carell, Steve Colbert, John Candy, Bill Murray, you know, the list goes on and on. Most people are, know us well for our improvisation and comedic work. However, those same skills, being adaptable, playing the scene you're in versus the one you want to be in, um, being others-focused, being authentic, uh, being part of an ensemble, um, all of these things really do have application in the business world, especially listening. That's one of the key things of improvisation, too, listening to understand versus listening to respond and listening truly to what's happening on stage around you and and with your ensemble. So those things are the things that we bring to the corporate world. Um, Second City Works is the division that I work in, and we are bringing these skills to companies large and small. We work a lot in consulting. Uh, legal, legal firms also hire us often, uh, accounting firms. We also do a lot of work on the consumer side as well, helping brands kind of discover their true authentic voice um, through the improvisation framework. So we do a lot of different types of work, but the portion of the work that I'm most interested in is what I mentioned earlier, which is the learning and development side of our business, where we're helping you know, corporate folks really tune into what makes them a better communicator, and helping them practice new skills, and really have that self-reflection kind of moment in a low-stakes environment when they're trying something out like listening to understand versus listening to respond, or trying out, for example, follow the follower, or failing fast. We create these low-stakes environments to help people understand what it feels like when the stakes are higher, and how to apply those when the stakes are more important. So we create these kind of... um, fun exercises that get people on their feet, that get them interacting with each other, and they get to try out some new behaviors that they've never thought about before. 
and um, it's very compelling. And as far as training is concerned, from my perspective, this is the best, most impactful training I've ever been around as far as behavior change, which is interesting to me. What kind of uh, feedback do you typically get from your clients? Because it just sounds a lot of fun, and it sounds like I can't ima- I can imagine like entire teams and organizations being changed after going through this. What kind of feedback do you normally get? Yeah, so we, it's very interesting. Um, so I'll give you one example. Uh, we get a lot of feedback that not only is it fun and it's fun and, and lighthearted and a great mm-hmm. experience for everybody, it really does work, and people carry it back with them. For example, we have. Um, done some work with Catalyst, which is a uh, women's organization that's a nonprofit, and they put on a keynote in February, and we did an exercise called Just Little. And the women in the room were executives, very senior uh, women in corporate America and beyond. And the exercise was really designed to help people understand when they use the words just and little, they're devaluing their, the level of accomplishment they've achieved, for example. You know, if I say to you, like, oh, I just had this little startup that sold for $15 million, you know, it really devalues kind of those two words combined uh, devalue the accomplishment. So switching the language around um, and even just removing those words from your uh, vocabulary really does change the impact of the language. And what we found was after that exercise, weeks later, people were emailing us saying, you know, even at home, I've realized I stopped doing that when I'm talking to my family or when I'm in this important meeting. I realized I said just and I tried to stop myself. So that's the type of thing where we see it really kind of, you know, impacting downstream for years and years and years, people's behavior, you know, well into the future. And we see people come back here, you know, 10 years later that say, you know, uh, you know, I took a workshop. I was at XYZ company many years ago and, um, and I was in a workshop from you, with you guys, and I still use the listening uh, exercises you taught me to remind wow. me to listen. <laughs> yeah, to listen till till the end of the sentence, and then respond. So yeah, it's very interesting. You have these stories where people kind of go up the ranks, and they they never forget some of the key tenets that we've taught them, even if it was just for a three-hour workshop. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I can completely get that and I see that. And especially using the lighthearted approach somewhat um, to allow people to open up enough to be receptive to get the information because we're always so, uh, I shouldn't say we, I'm always, when I've been in the past in a corporate training environment amongst peers and seniors, a little bit uptight. You're like, oh, what are they going to do to me? (laughs) So to be in that, you know, you're always wondering which way they're coming from. So um, sometimes when you have that mindset, also you're not, you know, adept to or not likely to retain as much or get as or let as much in. But I love the approach because I can see it definitely being something that lets lets everyone's guard down and allows it to be a good atmosphere for everyone to learn. so, Brooke, if somebody's listening to this and they want uh, more information on Second City Works or to uh, connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Sure. So the best way to do it is go to secondcityworks.com. Uh, we have our, our website uh, that talks all about our professional development work, our creative services work um, on the brand side, uh, as well as some meeting and entertainment work that we do for uh, entertainment or large conferences. So it's got all of the uh, bells and whistles there and videos that you can check out. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn. 
um, Brooke Schultz Fernandez, kind of a unique name. Hopefully you can easily find me there. And I'm happy to talk with you about how we could help you. Fantastic. Well, uh, Brooke, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about the great work you're doing over at Second City Works and, uh, and your background. And to the audience, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Brooke, thanks again for coming on the show. Hey, thanks, Adam. And don't forget, um, improvisation skills are yoga for your social skills. Thank you.